0: You're listening to the podcast of Rain City Church.
1: All right, all right, all right. Well, you can take a seat if you haven't already. Um, again, welcome. We are in week three of a series that we're in calling Ripple Effect. Uh, we kicked it off at the beginning of 2020. And Ripple Effect, it really is we're talking about how do we make the biggest impact with our life? How do we change the communities around us? And so we've been talking about the different ways that we can have a ripple effect together. We highly encourage you, if you've uh, missed the first two weeks or um, if this is your first time with us and you want to catch up, we just encourage you on the app or on our website to go back and listen through weeks one and two. Uh, They've been really encouraging and challenging for us as a church. So we invite you to do that with us this morning. I uh, love coffee. Anybody that knows me knows I drink too much coffee and that I love it. I'm a nerd. Shout out to our pour-over peeps in the back. Can we just give it up for our (laughs) coffee people? I think we have the best coffee out of any other church, but I'm biased. Um, Every Thursday, I was working at this coffee shop called the Ristretto Coffee Lounge in Steamboat Springs, Colorado and when I was in college, and every Thursday, this group of... About 25, you know, 70, 80-year-olds, maybe some 90-year-olds peppered in there would come in. They would order coffee. They'd always make fun of us because we didn't have black enough coffee. They always wanted black coffee. And they're like, this, isn't, this is tea. This is not black coffee. They give us such a hard time. But um, they, were, they were so friendly. They, just, they would come in every Thursday. They would talk life. They would talk politics. They would talk family. They would spend like three hours. So they'd be our first customers. They'd always leave at about 10 And after about a year of watching them come in and and do life together, I finally asked one of the gentlemen, hey, how long have you guys been friends? How long have you been doing this for? And he said, well, some of us have been doing this for 50 years, and some of us 10, some 20, some just started this year. And um, I just in that moment was like, wow, that is beautiful. Like, what what would it be like to have a friendship like that, for someone to know you that way? Um, even when I was in college, I found that so attractive. And now as I'm going into my 30s, I'm looking at my friendships and going, how do I, how do I get my friendships to be like that? Because if we, I, as I was watching them, I was like, man, what are the ways that they have totally altered each other's lives? Just being friends and doing life together consistently. Um, Just such a beautiful picture of what it looks like to do relationship with each other. And today, um, on this theme of ripple effect, we want to know how we deepen our relationships with people to make the biggest impact in their life and in our life. That's what we want to look at today. Here's what it says in Proverbs 27:17: 17 is iron sharpens iron. So a friend sharpens a friend. And what we know about iron being sharpened is it's not just a one-time deal, but it's this consistent, um, you know, iron sharpening iron of them bashing against each other and being consistently next to each other. And the Bible is saying here that it's the same thing in our relationships, And I think many of us know this, right? Like in in concept, we know that, yeah, relationships take time, right? Relationships um, take time of us being together, doing life together. But I think what we find, and I think this is, you know, a lot of this isn't news to us, is that we might understand the concept of doing life together, but this whole concept of going deeper in our friendships, I think is lost on many of us. I know it's lost on me sometimes. Scientists and psychologists say that loneliness is the newest epidemic in America. Now it affects over 50% of adults. I want to read just quickly what loneliness feels like. I want to give you some verbiage to maybe how you're feeling this morning. Loneliness is accompanied by an emotional suffering, the pain of feeling separate and disconnected. Loneliness as isolation is a deeply conflicted sense of the fear that one's perceived and inextricable attachments to others are being pulled and split apart or are absent. It is a disturbing sense of impending incompleteness, insecurity, and ungroundedness. This is over 50% of us. And maybe as I read that today, you go, yeah, that's how I feel, or that's how I felt this last week. And so many of us are feeling this way. We're feeling this sense of loneliness and being separated from others. And so this topic of connection is an important one.
0: Yeah, this is so important for us to look into and to discover together. But why, why is it important? It's really important for two reasons. One, because we are biblically and scientifically created for community. We were built for relationships. And two, because relationships, relationships in this community, relationships within the church, look like discipleship. Discipleship is simply relationships where two people are helping each other look and love more like Jesus. Now, we are all called to this. Every single one of us, no matter where you are in your faith, are called to relationships like this. This is what it says here in Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen through 20. Now, I have dyslexia, which makes it really difficult for me to read out loud. So, Nikolai's going to jump in here for us for a minute.
1: Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age.
0: This is what Jesus is calling us to. He's calling us to these deeper relationships. And to help us tackle getting to the depth of relationship, to the depth of connection, to the middle where we have the greatest impact, we're going to break through five levels of relationships today. So level one is surface-level relationships. These are casual exchanges. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, how are you? (laughs) Wow, guys, that was awkward and good. (laughs) Excellent, excellent job. You're making my job really easy. That is a casual exchange. How many of you gave a one-word response or said nothing at all? You're waiting for me to continue. I see hands, okay, this is a casual exchange. We have these kinds of relationships every single day. This is the kind of relationship that you have with the drive through worker at Chick-fil-A. You might have a deeper relationship with that employee. I don't know how often you go, but in general, <laughs> this is a surface level exchange. So how do we move to level two? In order to move to the next level of a deeper relationship, we have to slow down. So when we slow down, we find ourselves in level two, which is sharing. Here we start to share information. But this is still pretty casual. It's still pretty surface level. We start saying things like, how about them Seahawks? Don't talk about it now. We can talk about it later. Or crazy snowstorm, huh? We start to share basic information. But we still want to move deeper. We want to start building relationships. And that's what we start to see in level three. But how do we get there? So we've slowed down. Now we have to give our time. We have to hang out.
1: So we're really excited Um, here at Rain City. Who's ever been to a Connect event before? Yeah, a few of us. Awesome. So we're excited because we are starting a new thing this year, and we're calling them Hangouts, and they're going to take place of our Connect events. Matt's going to talk about it at the end of service today, but kind of talk about what's our, like, funnel for getting people involved here at Rain City Church. And it goes events first, and that's, like, Petty Differences, West Coast Feed. Who was at the last uh, Petty Differences West Coast Feed show on the Friday? Yep, a few of us. Um, If you weren't there, you missed out. Just saying. (laughs) And then from um, events, we go to hangouts. And hangouts are going to take place all over the place. So whether in Kirkland, Redmond, Issaquah, we're going to kind of just go all over the map. And we're going to just be at different locations, whether that's like we're all going to hang out at the park in the summer. Um, This first one is in Kirkland at uh, the bowling alley. Uh, I think it's Tech City. And so we're calling this the Rock and Bowl. And so we want everyone to come. We want anyone that calls Rain City Church home to be there, anyone that's new to be there, anyone that's been here their whole lives to be there. Um, the staff's going to be there, and we're just going to do that. We're going to hang out. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to give our time to invest in some new relationships, some old relationships so that Rain City can continue to be more connected as people. You can sign up for that hangout on the app. It's a quick register. Um, it does cost you money. Um, it's 35 bucks. That gives you two drink tickets if you're of age, and... Um, a meal, I believe, some snacks, and um, bowling, and bowling shoes. So we encourage you to come out. We're all going, and I know there's a lot of people that have already signed up, especially during the first service, so get on that. Let's pack out the bowling alley together and hang out, give our time.
0: So when we slow down, we start to give our time, we start to hang out. This is when we start to enter into level three. Level three is social. This is when we start to feel a little bit more comfortable sharing things like our opinion, sharing our mind, This is where a lot of us hang out. This is also where we see relationships start to stall or break down completely. We are really good at sitting in this level because we get to share our opinion. And I know that we really, really like sharing our opinion. I know that we're good at it because if you've ever been on Facebook and spent any time in the comment section, there's a lot of opinions. Everyone has an opinion, everyone has a strong opinion, and we're excellent at sharing it, especially when there's a screen that divides us from the person we're sharing our opinion with. I got a really good glimpse at this right before the snowstorm. We have two dogs and one of our dogs got out and she's getting older and the snow was coming that night so I was really worried. I jumped on to our neighborhood Facebook page to see if anyone had seen her, I was gonna post a photo of her, and there's already a photo, a neighbor had seen her, they'd grabbed her, they'd taken her to the vet, So I'm super excited, our three-year-old's crying. So I'm super excited, like I'm gonna go get her, I'm gonna bring her home. So I comment to ask what vet they had taken her to. And after I comment, I realized that this thread is already full of comments. So when our neighbor had taken the photo, it was dark, they were loading her into the truck, it was at a weird angle, and she looks super skinny in this photo. And my neighbors all had an opinion about the weight of my dog, and they let me know. So this thread is just full of she's so skinny, she's too skinny, this poor animal, take her home, I'll be her new mom, like people are going crazy. So after I comment, I start to get messages on my Facebook of people saying, do you need me to take your dog, so on and so on. I promise you, my dog is in great health, I just took her to the vet, she's great, don't worry about her. But this did make me wonder, how often am I doing this? How often do I jump over one and two, or I just blow through them, and I go to three? I just start sharing my opinion. These people that were commenting are not people on my street. None of them were anyone from my street, so I don't really know them. I might have a quick, oh, how are you? How are you? On a rocking trail or a walk around the neighborhood, but they just jumped right into opinion sharing. And it was really convicting to me because I know that I find myself doing this.
1: And it's convicting because we. I think a lot of us, um, and if you're anything like me, we think that sharing our opinion is is sharing a connection. Then we share our opinion about something. We share our mind about something that we're connecting with somebody on a deeper level. And um, the truth is, is that it might be a deeper level from from one to two. But as we're going to see today, there's still two more levels after share your opinion. But I think most of us, if we're honest, we get stuck in this just sharing our opinion. Um, Here's what it says for people that feel lonely, because what's interesting is I think a lot of us, we do, we share our opinion and then we go, wait, I still feel lonely though. I shared what I thought about something with this person, but I don't feel like we're deeper relationship-wise. And here's what's crazy, it says this, those feeling lonely at any age perceive others as not listening to them. Taking them seriously or making eye contact or dismissing them. This perception, whether or not is reflective of reality, reinforces feeling disconnected, dismissed, and uncomfortably isolated our loneliness is literally doubled down in level three. Where we share our opinion, hoping that that will provide some kind of connection, yet we don't find it, and then we just sit in that rut. And so how do we leave level three? How do we leave just sharing our opinion and sharing our minds? It takes being vulnerable. It takes being ourselves. We don't just share our minds anymore, but we start to share a bigger piece of our life. And being vulnerable is being, it's scary right? I had a friend this week tell me, being vulnerable is like getting naked in front of all your best friends and letting them look at you, and they get to decide if they still like you afterwards. That's how being vulnerable feels. It's just, it's kind of this icky, like, I don't know if people are still going to like me if, I'm, if they know the real me, right? We be vulnerable, and we, we go, oh, I hope they still like me. I hope if they knew this about me, I hope they still respect me. If they knew this about me, I hope they still would want to be a part of my life. Being vulnerable is really scary, Um, but being vulnerable and not being vulnerable is what keeps us from going deeper in our relationships. This last week, um, as a staff, we were going through a staff devotional together, which really is just us looking at, um, some scripture in the Bible and then looking at its application for our life. And Summer is our new youth pastor here at Rain City Church. She's doing a great job. Can we just give her a hoot and holler for Summer? She does a great job with our kids. If you see her on the way out, just give her a hug and a high five. She's fantastic. But she was leading us in our devotional. And we were looking at scripture, and she posed the question: How do we stay vulnerable in our relationship with Jesus? Number one, and then number two: How do we stay vulnerable in our relationship with um, each other? And I'll tell you, our staff is so tight; like we are really good friends. Um, we are we are for each other. We love each other really hard. But in that moment, I was uncomfortable. I was sweating. Like I was like, "Man, we're about to be vulnerable with these people," and and. For me, it was hard, but it was like I had, we kind of all had a moment of, I want these people to know me deeper than they know me now, and so I'm gonna be vulnerable even when it's challenging. And it was a beautiful moment because we all stepped into that together. We were all kind of crying around this table together. Um, but it was, so, it was so beautiful. But without taking that vulnerability step, we don't like, have the depth of relationship that I think many of us desire and that is lacking in so many of our lives, is that we miss the vulnerability piece. On that same note, just in the, you know, in the level three, there's a lot, I wouldn't say a lot, there's some of you here that attend Rain City Church or would call this place home, and you have been living in level three for a really long time, that you share your opinion about this place, and that you think that gives you some sense of connection here. And what I want to tell you, what I want to encourage you with is that's great, we want your opinion, we want you to share your mind, because we believe that you have great thoughts, but we encourage you to not live in that level for too long. We would rather invite you into levels four and five, which we'll talk about in a minute. We don't just want your mind and your opinions. We want you to give your life away to this place. We want you to make a bigger impact. And how you do that is by giving your life and not just your opinions. And so we invite you into that today, so that if that's you today, you've just been sharing your opinion for a long time and being on the sidelines, would you jump into the game with us? And would you share more than your opinion? That's what we're inviting you into today. Here's what it says in the Bible about this in James 5, 16. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And really, all that's saying is, would you share the places in your life that aren't going well? Would you share the things in your life that you're falling short at, that you're failing at? That's what that's inviting us into today. And we have a chance to do that. We have a chance for you to do that today. Um, how we leave level three, how we experience vulnerability is that we do that in an intentional, safe community. And I choose these words um, intentionally because community. If we're, you know, it's everywhere. That's something beautiful about our culture right now. Is there's like a high sense of community everywhere. Like that's a very important thing to a lot of people. Um, which is funny because we're so disconnected. But there's groups for everything, right? Like we all shop at Walmart. We all. Does anyone shop at Walmart? Yeah. See, those people should know. Yeah. We all shop at Target. We all go to CrossFit. Like there's all these community groups. But the thing about those groups is, and they're great, we, I mean, those are beautiful groups. We're a part of groups like that, the We Sharp at Target group. If We, we, we should join that. We should start yeah. that. Yeah. Um, the thing about those groups is normally when you're a part of those type of life groups, all those people tend to act and look very much the same. What's beautiful about this place and about the church is that we can all be very different, yet have a similar goal. So we can all have different voting habits. We can all look a little different. We can all have a little bit different life values. But at the end of the day, we can go, you know what? I don't know about that, but I know that you love Jesus, and I love Jesus, and I want us to continue moving in that direction together. That's what's beautiful about being a part of an intentional community like this, is that it's safe, that you're held accountable, that you're encouraged, and you're loved. And so today, you have an opportunity to join a community like that. So we've been doing groups for the last eight years of the church, and um, we love groups, and we're going to keep doing them, and we've just added a few things to that, what we're calling communities, and so really what these are is it's just like focused, intentional communities around um, either women's ministries, men's ministries, or young adult ministries, and so today we want to give you an opportunity. It's on the app. You can... um, go into a new community today. And so we're just encouraging everybody that if you're not in a community yet, if you're not in a supper club, if you're not in a group, or if you're not in the women's, men's, or young adults community, to get in one today. Because that is where you're going to experience a depth of relationship like nowhere else in your life. Because that is a safe spot to be vulnerable and to share who you really are and to be loved and encouraged even in that. So we all need that. We desperately need that, right? If we're the 50% or more, then we need that. So take a moment. We're going to play some music and give you time to sign up for a new community today. Go ahead and do that.
0: All right, I see that a lot of you are still working on that. That section of the app will not go away. It'll be there the rest of the day, the rest of the week. So if you didn't get to finish or you didn't have the app downloaded in time, please take time this week to go in and do that. Being vulnerable is what leads us to level four. Level four is sentiment. This is when we start to have more emotional relationships. In Proverbs 17, 17, it says, a true friend loves regardless of the situation and a brother exists to share in the tough times. I am lucky enough to have a friendship that I think reflects this verse really well. My friend Sam and I have been friends for about five years now, and the crazy thing about our relationship is that we only lived near each other for not even nine months, and we don't even live in the same country anymore, but we have a relationship like we see in Proverbs because we are intentional with each other. We try to love each other no matter the circumstance. So, Sam's husband, Eric, has a really crazy job. He's a security director for a refugee crisis organization. So, he runs security details for different refugee crises. So, they're currently living in Colombia on the border of Colombia and Venezuela. And about a year ago, tension at the border started to rise and things were getting really bad. And Eric was sent out to deal with something. And hours after he was supposed to be home, Sam hadn't heard from him. She wasn't getting a response to her calls or to her texts. So naturally, she started to worry. So she texts me and she tells me what's going on. And this is a really easy place in a friendship for me to panic with her, right? Or to tell her, okay, just turn off your phone, go watch a movie, try to distract yourself. But our relationship is deeper than that, and I want it to continue to be deeper than that. So in that moment, over text, we stopped and we prayed together. And she heard from Eric shortly after he was safe and he was on his way home. But in that moment, we learned that this is how our relationship has grown, and this is how our relationship stays meaningful despite the circumstances. It doesn't matter that we live thousands of miles away. It doesn't matter that we can't talk over the phone or that we're busy with our kids and our jobs and that our lives get hectic. We take the time to have a meaningful relationship. We take the time to pray for each other and to point each other to Jesus, not one time, not when something's stressful or scary, but constantly. My friendship with Sam is really important to me, and I hope that all of you have a Sam or will have a Sam at some time in your life. But to have a relationship at this level, we have to do more than share our minds. At level four, we start to share our heart. And while sharing your heart is amazing and it's really important, it takes even more than that to get to level five. To move to the center of relationship, where we're going to have the greatest impact with our lives and on other people's lives. We have to share our pain. So we move from sharing our heart to sharing our pain in order to move in to level five. And this week, I want to challenge all of you, ourselves included, to do that. I want you to text someone or call someone in this community, in this church community, whether you serve with them or you're in a community group with them, whether you've known them for a long time or you've signed up for a community today, whether it's someone sitting next to you, go out and get coffee with them and practice being vulnerable. Share your story and share your pain.
1: So sharing our heart is, and sharing our pain is what gets us to level five, and this is the, the, the last level of relationship. And um, this is where we share our life. So it says this in John chapter 15, verse 13, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. So the greater the sacrifice, the greater and the deeper the relationship I remember when we came up, we're coming up uh, on four, this summer, it'll be four years that my family, Kelsey and I and the two boys have been at Rain City Church and on staff up here and we we absolutely love this place, love you guys. And um, I remember when we came up to, to interview, we had met a lot of you and just were like, man, this place is so special. Like, the people here are so welcoming and so kind, and it made us feel good, like, moving to, um, from San Diego to Seattle, where we didn't know anybody, um, to just know that we had a community that we could fall back on. Um, and this place has changed us. I mean, when we came up here, we were tan and had blonde hair, and now we're white and dark hair. It's changed us in good ways, too. But I, when we came up here, there were so many people that were that were welcoming. I mean, I think everyone was just so welcoming. And as we reflect on our last four years here, um, and some of the beautiful friendships that we've made, the 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 change between the you know everyone being welcoming was that there were um, also a lot of people that were open. So not just welcoming, but they were open to sharing their life with us. And these are the people that, as we look back in the last four years, that we find that we created some really deep, meaningful, beautiful friendships with that will last a lifetime because they were not just welcoming, but open. And as we look at these five layers of relationship, we don't just get to level five with somebody or with our spouse and go, okay, I did it. The stamp, we're done. What's beautiful is as we look at the life of Jesus and we look at discipleship is we finish level five with somebody and then we go, okay, I'm open and ready to take the next person that God presents in my life to take through the five levels. That's what it looks like to be a Christian. We are always open for the next person. We go, I'm gonna now move somebody through level one and level five. I'm gonna teach them how to do relationships. I'm gonna invite them into being vulnerable with me. I'm gonna share my story. I'm gonna give my life away. Because I think if we're honest, there's a lot of us that are very welcoming, but not a lot of us that are open. And let me tell you this morning, people are desperate for more people being open. Said this um, in psychology today, this last week when we were studying and preparing, Generation Z, those born after 1995, was found to be the loneliest generation, and social media use alone is not a predictor of loneliness. In all of the findings, a lack of meaningful human connectedness is paramount. Older generations' unwillingness to find meaningful connection with young generations is a growing creator of loneliness. Say that again. Older generations' unwillingness to find meaningful connection with young generations is a growing creator of loneliness. Are you just welcoming? Are you open to creating new relationships today? Because there are people, probably in your row, that are desperate to be known today. There are people in your life that are desperate for someone to take them from level one to level five. Because there needs to be more people that don't just say, well, I have my friends, I'm good. Well, I'm not, I'm really busy, so I don't have time to make new relationships. That is not the life that Jesus lived. He did not make friends with 12 people and say, I'm good, the rest of you can find new other people but he continually lived a life that was open to new relationships to new people and taking people from level one to level five and experiencing new life. The truth is, is here at Rain City Church, we are expecting a hundred families this year to walk into the doors. And we, as of now, do not have the base of serving volunteers and people that live in level five at our church to handle a hundred families more. Right now, we are set up to care for and um, support and love the people that are here. But if we grew at all, we would not be able to sustain. They would probably leave because we wouldn't be able to care for them well. And so we are inviting Rain City Church, people that call this place home, and I'm not talking to people that already serve. I'm talking people that don't serve yet. For you to move from level two, level three, level four, and to give your life away to this place. Why? because that is what Jesus is calling us to do. We have opportunities for you to serve. We're looking for 20 more volunteers in our youth hall. We're looking for 40 more volunteers in our kids' hall. We're looking for greeters. We're looking for um, people to welcome. Because let me tell you, those 100 people coming, that's a bunch of kids that need to know the love of Jesus. That's some angsty teenagers that need an adult in their life loving them. And let me tell you something about what you do in youth ministry and kids' ministry. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have it figured out. You don't have to look a certain way. You know what those kids need? Someone that's just consistently loving them and pointing them to God. That's all they need. And if you're feeling that nudge today, I want to invite you to respond to that because there is a desperate need. As we heard, people are in need of other folks, especially older generations saying, I will take you through the level five relationship and I will show you how to do life and I will do discipleship with you. And so we invite you into that today. You can sign up to serve on the app, and um, I just highly encourage you to do it.
0: Our question for you is, are you willing to be open with your life? Are you willing to give your life away, and not just to this place, but to Jesus? And Nikolai and I can sit up here, and we can tell you all day that this is important and that you need to do it, but why? You need to do it because that is what Jesus showed us. That is the life that Jesus led. If we can put the levels up on the screen. If Jesus had come and lived in level one, he would have come through and casually said hello. If he came and lived at level two, he might have made some small talk with a few people. If he had lived at level three, he would have come and he would have shared his opinion with us, and that's it. He would have left. If Jesus was living at level four, he would have loved us really, really well. He would have walked alongside us. He would have showed us how to be more like him and he would have pointed us to God and he did that. But he didn't stop there. Jesus lived in level five. He went to the center of a relationship where he had the most impact with his life and the most impact on lives to come forevermore. Jesus showed us that giving your life to a relationship is worth everything. That community and relationships are worth everything. He gave his literal life through death on the cross to show us that loving like Jesus and pointing others to God is the most important thing that we can be doing.
1: So here's what we want to do. We want to take um, some moments for service today. um, As you probably realize, most of the worship didn't happen yet. And so we have put it intentionally after the message. We want to give you a chance to respond to what you've heard today and to respond to the gentle nudges that you've been hearing from God throughout this talk. We have three questions for you. I want you to look at the chart again behind us, the, the five different levels. And I want to ask you these questions. And these questions are also on your app. Where are you today in the majority of your relationships? Where are you with community at Rain City Church? And most importantly, where are you in your relationship with God? And we want to just encourage you today that you would take, wherever you find yourself in those three questions, that you would just take the next step, that you would just move from level two to level three, or that you would just move from three to four. It doesn't have to be a one to five. We're not crazy but that you would just take a step of deepening a relationship, that you would make a commitment to deepening your relationship with friends, that you would take a step of deepening relationships and connectiveness here at Rain City Church, that you would ultimately take a step and move closer towards the God who loves you and created you and sees you today. Um, As we're taking this time to take these next steps together and as we worship together and respond, um, We would love to be praying for you. And so there's two ways that can happen today. Um, The first way is in the back there on the right sand side, there's two folks that are glad to pray with you. And um, even if it's just, hey, I'm stuck in level three and I want to be in four, would you just pray for me that I I could get there? Just be as simple as that. We'd love to pray for you today. They're super kind. Um, They would love to pray for you. And then secondly, on the app and your message notes, you can click um, submit a prayer request. And we'd love to be praying for you this week as you are taking these next steps in your relationships. Um, These are all confidential. And our our staff team and our elder team, we take time every week to pray for these things. And so we'd love to be part of your story in that way if you would allow us to be. Um, Let's stand together. I'm gonna pray for us. And then we're gonna go into a time of worship. God, we thank you so much for today and for your word that gently invites us into uh, a better life than the one we're currently living and that god you are angry with us god this is not a beat down but this is an encouragement and an invitation into something so much greater than the ways that we might be living and so god i pray that today that we would respond i pray for those in this room that felt the gentle nudges to to dive deeper into community, to to help their family dive deeper into community, to, to move from just sharing our opinions to sharing our lives with Rain City Church and with the communities around us. I pray that we would answer those nudges, that we would say yes. That we would say yes, God, as we reflect on the yes that you had on the cross, that you thought of all of us on this day, on January 2019, 2020, that when you died on the cross, you knew that we'd be here at this time. And so, God, this morning we just reflect your love that is for us and that your death on the cross that made all of this possible. We say yes to you because we know that you offer fullness of life. Praise in your holy name. Amen.
0: We hope you enjoyed this message. For more information and resources, go to raincitychurch.com.